Shalom, and welcome to Parasha Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week's parasha is Balak. Uh, this is, by the way, the Shabbat where the uh, communities outside of Israel uh, catch up with the community inside of Israel. Uh, there has been a one-week uh, lag, uh, but this week... In Israel, we just read Balak. Outside of Israel, it's Chukat and Balak, and this way everybody will be uh, together. Uh, the main uh, incident of Parashat Balak uh, is about Balak and Bil'am. And then we have another incident uh, at the end. Uh, Balak is the king of Moab, and he has concern because Israel has been uh, very... Uh, successful in conquering the territory around uh, around this uh, Balak's area, around Moab, and he's afraid that Israel is going to attack and conquer him as well. Um, and his idea is that Bilam, the famous uh, conjurer, uh, will uh, come and uh, and curse. B'nai Israel, and in that way they will be weakened and uh, open to attack by Balak. That is his plan. Well, he sends a delegation to Bilam. Uh, Bilam uh, refuses because Hashem tells him uh, that he is not to go with those people in order to curse B'nai Israel because they are blessed. And then Balak sends a second delegation. And as we will discuss later on, uh, Bilam finally goes, but Hashem is angry uh, at the manner in which he agrees to go. And so along the way, as Bilam travels towards B'nai Yisrael, uh, Bilam has uh, three encounters uh, with an angel. Uh, first encounter uh, of the, with the angel Bilam doesn't notice that there is an angel there, but the donkey on which he's riding does. And so the donkey uh, swerves, and Bilam gets angry and beats the donkey, and this happens a second time, and a third time, uh, and each time uh, Bilam gets angrier and beats the donkey even more, and then finally the donkey speaks and uh, reprimands uh, Bilam for... Uh, striking her this way, because after all, she's never behaved this way. And uh, Bilam continues on his uh, journey. Finally, Balak receives Bilam, and there's an exchange between them. Why didn't you come? Don't you think I can pay you? And Bilam said, I can can only uh, do what Hashem uh, allows me to do. Uh, That uh, is not to curse the people of Israel, but here he is. And so they try uh, to curse the people. Uh, the first attempt is to go to a place called Kiryat Chutzot. Bilam gives Balak instructions about bringing certain sacrifices, seven altars and the animals on each, sa- on each altar. And then Bilam is uh, visited uh, and he takes up his parable, uh, which is, as, uh, as predicted, not... A curse, but rather a blessing of the children of Israel. And Balak's reaction is, uh, is he's upset. And they try this a second time, this time from a place called Sudet Sofim. 
and they repeat the, the procedure, sacrifices, visitation, parable, which is blessing, and then once again, uh, Balak, Balak's reaction of being upset. This happens a third time. This is from a place called Rosh HaPisgah, sacrifices, blessing, parable, and the very frustrated reaction of Balak. Uh, but this time, Bil'am continues his uh, parable, continues his uh, inspired speech, and speaks about the future of Israel and the future of other nations, and uh, Balak essentially dismisses Bil'am, uh, telling him that uh, you have forfeited your ability to earn anything from me, and Bil'am says, I can only say what God allows me to say. And each one goes back to his uh, land. Uh, but apparently, uh, Bilam has given uh, Balak a different kind of advice. Uh, rather than directly cursing B'nai Israel, uh, if they uh, are in a state of sinning, then Hashem will withhold his protection from them. And so, uh, we find that as B'nai Israel are in this, in this place, uh, the daughters of Moab come out and entice the men of Israel. And this enticement leads to idolatry, a very uh, abhorrent form of idolatry called Baal Pa'or. And for this, Hashem is very angry and punishes B'nai Yisrael. There is uh, open, flagrant sinning, and the, the two sinners, uh, one from uh, Midian and one from uh, and a man from Israel uh, out in the open uh, there because of their sin the plague is getting worse and worse uh, and so Pinchas intervenes Pinchas who's the grandson of, Avra, of Aharon uh, kills the sinners and the plague is stopped so this is uh, Parashat uh, Parashat Barak Let's look more closely at the exchange uh, between uh, uh, Bilam and the officials that uh, Balak sent them. Uh, he says, even if Balak were to send me a house full, give me a house full of silver and gold, I can only do what God says to do. I can't go against the will of God. And but he says, stay overnight. And let me find out what God has said to me. And God does come to Bilam during the night. And he says something that's a little, that requires some examination. Um, he says, mm-hmm. If to call you, the men have come, then kum lechitam, get up and go with them. Vach, however, et Whatever I command you, that is what you shall do. So, is Hashem giving Bil'am uh, permission uh, to go with them after all and uh, do what uh, Balak wants? Has God, as a, uh, God forbid, changed his mind? So this requires some further examination. Bil'am gets up in the morning, he saddles his donkey, and departs with the dignitaries, but God is angry. Uh, <clears throat> so clearly God is angry with the manner in which uh, Bilam is going. Um, and so that's when he sends an angel to, uh, to oppose Bilam to be an, an adversary. And uh, 
he rides along his donkey, and uh, then we know what happens later on. So why was God angry if it seems that he was giving permission? So the Ramban analyzes the uh, way that other commentaries have approached this question. Um, but the, uh, the Ramban himself says uh, that Hashem is saying to Bilam, I've already made it very clear to you that you will not be able to curse the people. They are blessed. That's inherent to them. Uh, now, they've come back to you. This is the second uh, delegation. So if they have come, im uh, and the Ramban reads that, if the only reason they have come is to call you, only to call you, in other words, they want you to go with them, uh, and they're accepting the condition that you have already stated, that you're not going to curse the people, then it's acceptable. Uh, then you can go with them, and you have to make it very clear that uh, you can only do uh, what I will uh, permit you to do. Your uh, your ability to speak is in the control of, uh, of Hashem, and that has to be very, very clear. So that's what it means, according to the Ramban, if the men have come to call you, they've come only to summon you, uh, but they realize uh, what the conditions are. That was Hashem's intention for the, be- for the beginning. Hashem wanted Bilam, ultimately, to go with these uh, emissaries, uh, fully aware that, has- that he will only say what God allows him to say, and uh, which will not be to curse the people, but rather to, uh, to bless the people. Uh, he'll only do what Hashem says, because, and the reason why Hashem wanted this is Hashem wants uh, Israel to receive a blessing from this prophet, Bil'am, a prophet of the nations. Uh, Hashem uh, desires that the nations of the world, as uh, exemplified by Bil'am, uh, recognize the blessed relationship that uh, the people of Israel have with, uh, with Hashem. So, if Bilham had said that, uh, it would have been very different. Uh, he should, he, he, Bilham should have said, uh, Hashem has permitted me only to answer your call, but you have to understand the terms. Uh, I'm not going to curse the people, and uh, I, will, uh, I will be blessing the people if that's what Hashem wants me to do. Now, if you're not happy with this, then you, sh- then you just have to go back. That's what Bilham should have said. Because... Um, uh, Balak said, "Well, I want them to. I want Bilam to come to uh, to curse the people. Uh, he didn't want Bilam to do anything else. He wasn't hiring Bilam the prophet to predict the future or anything else. No. The problem is that Bilam really wanted to go with them, and he really wanted to curse the people. He wanted to be respected. He wanted to be shown all of this respect. So Bilam didn't tell the dignitaries uh, what he should have told them. He didn't say." Instead, he just got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with them like someone who is eager to fulfill their wish. That was the problem. It was that he was going without making it clear the terms under which he was going. And that's why Hashem was angry. angry. Uh, very likely, if Bilam would have told them uh, that Hashem has not changed his mind, because God does not change his mind, then uh, in the end, he probably would not have gone with them. Uh, and this... This behavior of Bilam is, uh, is really a chilul Hashem. It's a desecration of God because he is uh, giving the impression that God had given approval for cursing the people. Um, 
or that he has changed his mind, uh, which is uh, not the case because God does not change. Um, when the emissaries saw that Bilam would not curse them, uh, they thought that afterwards Hashem would change his mind. But this is not the case because God doesn't change his mind. Um, and uh, so the, the Ramban concludes by uh, saying uh, that we have to learn that the, the eternal God of Israel does not um, does not uh, reconsider, uh, does not change his mind. I thank you very much for joining me in this exploration of uh, Parashat Balak. This has been Rabbi Avraham Fisher for Parashat Highlights and Insights, saying Shalom.